Good morning, friends and fellow world changers, and welcome to Tethered Thoughts with Bossa De Santos. It's your daily podcast where I deliver powerful God truths to fuel your success. My name is Bossa De Santos, your host, and I'm super excited you're joining me for the very first episode of this podcast and to journey with you towards attaining your success mindset. And by the way, it's my birthday today, and this is my gift to you. I lead Romans 819 Ministries, and I'm so glad to welcome you to Tethered Thoughts with Boston DeSantos. That's it's a bit of a tongue twister, the title, right? But here we are. In each bite-sized episode, will dive into scriptures which affirm the mindsets which have propelled successful leaders, innovators, and visionaries to the heights they've attained. Join me every weekday for a quick, potent dose of eternal wisdom that meets contemporary success. And again, thank you so much for welcoming me into your space and giving me the honor to share God's truths with you to help you create an atmosphere of success around yourself where God's power can be displayed every day. What qualifies me to speak into your life? Surely it's not all the letters behind my name, but like you, I'm also working out being called and sent to make room for God's kingdom to be expressed and experienced in our world. That's one of my motivations for starting this podcast. And my mission is to help you succeed by making the truth you want, sorry, you need to win on the battlefront of your mind readily available to you. We all know that with Satan's shifty calculated lies, he sneakily settles into our minds and alters our thoughts to oppose God's will. But by daily focusing and fastening your thoughts and words on God's truths, you reboot your mind to sync with God and he guarantees you success. In turn, you begin to make a difference every day you interact with your world by becoming a living channel through whom God is experienced. Please bear with me for this introductory episode. I'd like to get through some housekeeping up front. It'll be just a tad longer than others going forward, I promise. Now, the purpose for this podcast, more than anything, is to help you grow in intimacy with God, to lay hold of the truth and reality of who you are and what belongs to you in Christ. Then you can focus and fasten your thoughts on God's powerful eternal truths to help you make room for God's power to be demonstrated in your life so you'll enjoy a successful and satisfied life. Every weekday, I'll share a scripture from God's word and give you a head start for checking it out yourself by unpacking it just a little so you can study it further like the Berean Christians did. It said that you are drawn to what you focus on. So this program is not about giving you a bunch of ineffective principles or how-tos. It's about encouraging you to experience an extraordinary life by arming you with God's revealed way of being and doing things. It's about daring to make room for God to show up and show through you. 
It's about making a difference in the life of even just one person in your world. If that sounds like what you desire for your life, then this is the program for you. The whole of creation is awaiting your manifestation. We'll air Mondays to Fridays. As our community grows, we'd love to hear from you. The plan is to dedicate Fridays to airing testimonies of your God encounters. As you stand on the truth, whether you're discovering it for the first time or you're reaffirming what you already knew, others can also learn and be encouraged to keep standing for their own results. I know and I am confident that God's word works. Your testimony just might be the stepping stone someone else needs to stand strong for their own breakthrough. That cleared up, let's dive right into today's episode. Today, I want to begin by laying the foundation with God's foolproof secret for a successful life. That's God's foolproof secret for a successful life. What better place to start than to establish the truth of what it takes to really be successful in life, at least from God's point of view. We find God say so secret of success in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. And I'll read from the New Living Translation. It says, study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. The underlying truth in this instruction is an invitation to pursue God's heart. We can't separate God from his words now, can we? We find him when we seek him earnestly and with all our hearts. That's what the Bible tells us. We know his heart as we search the scriptures. We exercise his will as we declare his words. He wants us to be God-infused, God-minded, so we can tap into his mind and purpose for us. Job said in chapter 12, verse 11, Just as my mouth can taste good food, so my mind tastes truth when I hear it. This is the heart of this scripture. For us to taste truth when we hear it and develop an appetite for it as a way of life. God's words induces uh, God's word rather induces success. He gives us a guarantee and discloses his heart to us in Jeremiah 29 verses 11 to 13. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. God's instruction to Joshua and to us by extension is to pursue him to discover his plan for our success through the reading and studying of his word, the Bible, keeping the revealed truths on continuous play in our minds and mouths, then do this truth as the Holy Spirit gives us insight and works out this word in our lives. Come rain or shine, think of him. God's promise to Joshua and us was if he stuck with this practice of meditating on and declaring that life-given word, we'd succeed. Joshua would succeed, we would succeed, 
and thrive in everything you do. Joshua was revealed as a man of war. And during the life of Moses and when he took over as a leader, he fought and led the battles to occupy the land God promised the Israelites. By the end of his life, he had led them into the promised land and had divided it amongst the people. At some point, he scolded some of the tribes who were delaying to occupy their portion of the land. Like Joshua, we also have to fight bloodthirsty unseen forces, pulling the strings of some forces, of some seen forces, uh, uh, beg your pardon, to make it to our own promised land. And our promised land are those general and personal promises that God made us. Now, what are our takeaways today? How do we do this? First, we secure the promises by discovering them through studying the word and listening to the Holy Spirit impress the word on our hearts, on your heart as you listen. God promised that not one of his promises to us will fail. His word is good for the back. He puts the full weight of his name, that is his character, on his promises. After you've located your promises of a solution for your sticky situation, I call them sticky situations, replace the thought of losing out with that promise. In trust and obedience, repeat the promise steadily to yourself. This is no mindless parroting of empty words. It is creating the image and reality of your end goal, which becomes a reality even before you get there. This is the definition of faith. Jesus says there's life in his words. Your action and mark of obedience is to begin to give thanks for it. That's the clincher right there. The final nail in Satan's coffin. Your breakthrough to experiencing God's power is to express the trust and belief in your heart through your thanksgiving. 27 years ago, at the delivery of my, of my second son, I ended up with a grim prognosis because of a spontaneous and uncommon issue with my pelvic bone that left me unable to move from my waist down. And on hearing the consultant's gloomy discovery and prediction, these words from Psalm 34 verse 20 rose in my heart. He keeps all my bones, not one is broken. I personalized it when I spoke it as my response to the situation. That was the sword I wielded till I got to my promised land. Less than six months later, I got out of bed myself after being held in and out till that time. That word worked in my body and did what God promised. That's a technique, really, I found out in behavioral psychology and neurolinguistics programming. It's called pattern interrupt. They use it to interrupt and change thought or behavioral patterns. That's what you're doing when you keep God's truth on continuous play in your heart and mouth. You're interrupting Satan's um, lies and plans and constructing God's edifice of righteousness. What you agree with goes on to shape your experience. Robert Sladen, um, he's the one who wrote um, God's Generals. He said, when you are in spiritual warfare or under attack, you are not like yourself. You do not behave like you want to be or who you know you really are. Now, research has shown that our words have the ability 
to create a reality as what we say to ourselves or of ourselves in any given situation makes it a reality that pulls us towards its fulfillment. To recap, the war for our lives is real and in your face, Satan and his forces are unrelenting and they're hostile. We must be strategic and purposeful. We must use the game plan God gave us to win our battles. We cannot be silent. The Christian life is neither for cowards nor lazy people. Our focus scripture today, Joshua 1.8. Study the Bible to secure your inheritance and get a good look at who you are. Lock in on these truths as you think about them. Speak the end out even before you see anything happen. Satan will kick up a fuss, but hold on tight. You will win the battle. Let's dive right into acting on what we saw in the word to practice that last principle of speaking and ending into being, uh, sorry, and speaking the end rather into being even before we see anything happen. Here's a declaration to make and meditate on throughout today. I am diligent to study God's word. I think about and speak to life God's promises for me. I expect to have what I say. I flourish and thrive in all I do. Jesus entrusts us with the responsibility of being salt and light in the world. Both traits are nouns and verbs, who to be and what to do. Romans 8, 19 says the world is waiting for us to demonstrate God. So go out, make a difference today, even just one heart at a time. May the grace of God empower you, his wisdom instruct you, and his love secure you. In Jesus' name, have a successful day and see you again tomorrow.